0: It's
1: horticulture.
0: You can bring a horticulture, but you can't make her drink.
1: Good evening. On behalf of Three Sheets to the Mouse, the podcast where drinks get served, cloacas get loved, and adults act like adolescent teenagers in a pack-and-play, we welcome you to our show. We're gathered here tonight, around the bar, as people have been doing, and getting wasted for thousands and thousands of years before us to share adult humor and Disney drinks. Tonight, a true adventure emerges as we drink together and tell our story together as one. We hope you enjoy our story tonight, Reflections of Booze.
0: I'm sorted, but you'll be rewarded Well at last I am given my dues, oh, yeah. And can just this deliciously scrolled <laughs> be prepared!
1: Free <laughs> Cheerio mates and welcome to episode 69 of Three Sheets to the Mouse we're five average guys with a love for all things Disney. And joining me on this week's are four blokes who are absolutely chuffed for all things Union Jack. Tim.
0: What's up? I don't even know what to say with that accent. Just stop it.
2: <laughs> Mikey. Chim Chimney, bitches.
3: <laughs> Adam.
2: I'm Mary Poppins,
4: y'all. <laughs> <laughs> And Trenton. He might be your father, but I'm your daddy, boy.
1: (laughs) We're here to talk to you about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relapse, relapse too. (laughs) Relapse? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Relax, (laughs) grab a Fuller's London Pride, and enjoy this adult side of Disney with three sheets of the mouse. Yeah, you can relapse too. I'm sure we've all relapsed at this point.
4: Oh. You gotta quit before you can relapse, Scott. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <There he> is. <laughs>
1: if you haven't guessed by now, uh, we've been drinking fighting lager, uh, which I learned this weekend while playing with a w- playing golf with an Australian. Uh, that Stella in the UK used to be like nine percent alcohol, and soccer hooligans would drink like twenty or thirty pints before going to matches and get ready for
0: fighting. I bet you it was still but garbage yeah. then, though, Scott.
4: Oh, I'm sure it was. Yes.
0: But it was just like high Stella. alcohol beer. Stella has actually learned the nickname as the wife beater in the UK.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a fighting lager. Uh, so we're doing all things UK tonight. It's, uh, it's our celebration of the UK Pavilion uh, on Three Sheets of the Mouse. So, Tim, what do you have tonight?
0: Well, when you tear your liver a new one on Friday night drinking uh, Manhattan's, you kind of need a little break. <laughs> So, I've got Chamberson Red Wine from our Franklin Hills Vineyard. So he's not drinking water. He's just dialing <laughs> it back hey, a little bit. It's water. It's hey. water with grape juice. I hey, drank water like,
3: yesterday. Yes. That has like to count tru- for something. Like a
1: true cheater, he dials it back by just bringing down the alcohol content. I
0: company. take yeah. that's from 11 to an 8.
4: We're the kind of guys that drink water, and we're like, look how fucking healthy I am. All you motherfuckers, look at this. I'm drinking a cup of water.
0: Everyone, look at it! I had water like three hours ago, so I'm good. I have had water before ever in my life. Water's <laughs> okay, a mixer, right? I have a right? bottle
4: here,
1: too. But like, like a true sheeter, he just dialed it from like a 12 to like a 9.
3: Water's just a mixer. Yeah. It's fine. That's
1: right. That's right. Adam, what do you got tonight?
3: I actually also destroyed my liver, but that's not stopping me either. And I actually have Franklin Hill Vineyards, the rose wine. It's called Kiss. It's actually kind of a dry... Red um what is it? Like a rose. Like a it's actually
0: really good. Like a blush, right?
3: A blush? Sure. It's pink. It's not like so it's, a,
4: so it's a rose, be honest. It's, it's a rose. You. Call it what it is. <laughs> call it spade a spade there, Adam.
2: Um, so Mikey, what do you have what do you have to drink in time? I've got my world famous green drink. Can we just call that a Welsh Dragon for no. tonight?
4: No. It's not, but Stephanie's had one of those and it's delicious. It's
2: it is really good. I'm I oh, just it I'm, is I'm it. finishing off my shitty bottle of uh Pre-made Long Island iced tea mix, and I threw in what was left of my green Hawaiian punch.
4: I had one of those today too, Mikey.
2: Did you put green Hawaiian punch in it?
4: It was also, yeah. but it was homemade Long Island, so I don't know if that's no. Oh no! Put, See,
2: this this came in a in a in a, in a bottle I already did up.
4: See, this this sounds like Mikey's gonna wake up tomorrow. He's gonna have a real banger.
2: Bangers and mash.
4: Kind of like that. Good good transition.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: trend. speaking of bangers, what do you got tonight? Uh,
4: I am drinking America's first, uh, brewed beer, uh, Yingling, because we won fucking, uh, the Revolutionary War, and,
0: uh, let's get after it.
2: Why not the Sam Adams, but okay.
0: Cause Yingling was the first American brewed Yingling beer. Yingling is <laughs> older. Yingling, Yingling's the oldest brewery.
2: Yeah, Yingling's way older.
4: I went specifically bought this.
2: Sam Adams only dates back to like 1980-something. Right, yeah. but it rolls off the tongue a lot better than Yingling.
0: We're, we're, we're for authentic authenticity. I, I also learned that. Did you know that George Washington didn't
4: have wooden teeth? He just had other people's teeth that he put in his mouth in dentures. Yes. I don't know why we're talking. Yeah, about that's why. Yeah, that why? It's <laughs> real fucked up. It's, <laughs> it's written. Talk about way off topic. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't mention that again.
4: Yeah, it's disgusting.
2: While the other four guys
1: decided to forego uh, anything UK, anything UK, All right, I've got myself a Dalmore fifteen. Because tonight is my celebration of all things amazing in
2: the UK. The London.
1: And the London.
0: The London. Scott's had a hard on since we discussed doing this. I stuff.
1: have. I have. I almost wore my England football shirt.
0: Scott, I'm, because I'm, because I'm second generation from England. I understand, dude.
2: Couple of union jack-offs over there.
0: That's right. Third generation from Ireland. But I'm, I, I'm American, so.
1: Starting um, next week, Trend. The cross of St. George will fly off the off the side of my house because England. It doesn't, England it doesn't football. World Cup, guys. World Cup. World Cup.
2: Is that where they sh- sail the boats? Yep. That's it, Mikey. Uh, got that's where it. they hit the home run,
3: right? No.
1: So in celebrating all things the UK for me, uh, I've decided to get myself some Dalmore 15. It is it is one of my favorite. I don't know why. I just love Dalmore. I know it's, everybody shits on it for the color added and chill filtering but you know what it is such a tasty tasty bottle of whiskey it really is it's delicious highly recommend it so in celebration of all things uk we wanted to uh, continue this is a continuation of our, our epcot series our our ultimate epcot and we wanted to go country by country so we're going to the uk tonight uh because last time we had a canadian on to talk about all things Canada. And that was our first of this series, and we're going to keep going around the world showcase in order to, uh, to hit all these ultimate countries. So tonight, it's the UK. So sit back, grab your pims, grab your uh, Green King Ale, and enjoy the loveliness that is the UK Pavilion.
2: This is where he's going to cut in some music, guys. I can, I can I can fucking feel it right now. You think? This we're is this is really where God save the Queen blasts.
3: Oh, god.
4: Wait, wait why do not we just wait, use wait, some wait. real Queen? Can we, can we not well, do Killer Queen by Queen? She's a killer,
0: queen yeah.
3: We'd like to do Killer Queen. Yes. I vote for Killer Queen. Only if we all queen. sing it.
0: Let's no. no. We, 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 we've gotta we've the, got to do the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody it. for
4: that. That's my favorite karaoke song. Let's do it. I'm fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am not drunk enough to do karaoke, so. Nope.
1: As we start through, through the, the UK. The UK. Uh, the uk uk. Uh, (laughs) as we start through the uk we're going to take you on a sort of chronological tour of the uk because the way that the pavilion is set up it it kind of goes in time so we're going to start at the back of it as you're walking through uh international gateway and walking towards the front of epcot so first first uh, as you get into the pavilion what do we have tim
4: the mary Uh,
0: papa's well
1: well this is true Thank
0: well, it's not there. always Mary Poppins. Sometimes it's Alice. Alice. Sometimes it's yeah. the Mad Hatta. But that's the first thing in the. Position. Yeah, and that's by the rose garden.
1: Hmm. Let's just talk about those gardens for a little bit. Those gardens are amazing.
0: Yeah, and if you go during um, flower and garden, they're even better because you have the topiaries of the teacups and the teakettles, and it's pretty badass.
1: And Winnie the Pooh.
0: No, Winnie the Pooh is he's on the he's
1: on the right side of it usually. The right side of near um, near the lagoon. Because like you're walking towards, uh, towards the UK Pavilion, like right after that bridge. So off to the, off to the left as you, as you pass Mary Poppins or Alice or the Mad Hatter, we have the Tea Garden, the Rose Garden. Yeah. And one of the first buildings you come across is the Twinings Tea Shop. The, the Tea Caddy. The Tea Caddy.
0: And that is a thatched roof Tudor building inspired by the home of Anne Hathaway. Who was the wife of William... Not not that that. Anne Hathaway. That's where I went with that. (laughs) The (laughs) wife of William Shakespeare. Yes. Uh, Fun Mm -hmm. bit of uh, trivia about that building. The roof that is not actually made out of straw. It's plastic.
2: Yes. Because that would would take a lot of thatching.
0: Well, it's it's fire safety reasons.
2: That would be a bad deal during Illuminations,
3: I think. It would be really also a bad deal if a really nice heavy windstorm came through. You know, Not likely Florida. in Orlando. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the big bad wolf. So, Adam,
1: what can they get at the tea caddy?
3: Uh, what do you think?
0: <laughs> beer. Oh, yes, okay. all, all the beer
4: <laughs>
3: that you can drink. Actually, it's uh, pretty much all twinnings or Twinings, depending on who you talk to. Tea. Um, Bin Madden, let us know what it is. In a specially designed <laughs> woolen, wooden slot box. And you can also find some, like, apparel there. It, it's the, All the stores are kind of moshed into one in most of the London, except for, like, the, a very few select. But most of this is tea, and, like, you can find the tea kettles that you can pretty much find every place else, honey sticks, the honey lollipops that they have that you can put in the tea. It's basically a tea shop.
1: But here's the best part is they have British, like, chocolates, like Lion Bars and Jaffa Cakes. Or not, it's not, they're not, okay, they're not Jaffa cakes, really named Jaffa cakes, but they're the Cadbury version of Jaffa cakes.
2: What the hell is a Jaffa cake?
1: Jaffa cake is like a sponge cake with marmalade and then covered in chocolate, and it's fucking delicious.
4: That's
2: what you catch Paddington Bear with.
4: Yes. Are we set up a we set up a trap with a fucking one of those yeah, boxes with a, that, with a stick underneath with a string and you pull it when he goes underneath. Well, <laughs> you it got you got to get the him.
2: stick out from under the bridge after you play poo sticks. <laughs> and yeah, then you can take your empty tea box and put your Jaffa cake underneath there. And that's how you catch Paddingtons.
1: <laughs> Jaffa cakes
2: are delicious.
4: Sounds like it might fuck your teeth up. Kind of sweet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Th- they're not though. I mean, they're not overly sweet.
2: Do you dunk them they're, in your tea? Or you just eat them while you're drinking tea. Uh,
1: you can, I mean, you can eat them while you're drinking tea, I, I, but you don't dip them in your tea. You say that's you say for your like McVities or Hobnods. Do you have
4: or, to be on a double decker bus while you're eating it?
2: I don't yes. know, but I think he just took me to Hogwarts with his McVities and his Hobnods. <laughs> <laughs> track
4: number nine
0: and
2: three quarters. <laughs> Fucking Wait, I thought McBiddies was something you got from McDonald's.
3: <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> that's
2: that's 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 the, that's the new biscuit that's got purple hair Mc, on top Mc, of McBitties. it.
4: McBiddies. That sounds like a that sounds like a British STD. Oh, I got the Mac, I got the McBiddies. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there, there goes our two UK listeners.
2: Yeah, but here come the Irish listeners. Yes. <laughs> They just brexited, but yeah. And, and go ahead. Move
1: <laughs> <on>.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, uh, but yeah, no. You can go over there and you can get some real authentic, well, pseudo authentic British chocolates because they're not made at the um, at the the Birmingham or the the uh, Reading plants anymore. They're they're made over here by. They uh, really like maybe Tuscaloosa or. No, they're made by Mondelēz in New Jersey. Tuscaloosa. Never mind, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Trenton got it. <laughs> Not right. Oh god. So as you as you walk through the tea caddy, it is connected to other shops.
3: Yeah. Well, like, because like most of
1: that's what Epcot. That's what that's what uh that's what Disney does. They just build a giant stretch of buildings and connect them all together. Like Main Street.
2: Which is handy when it's raining.
0: Yes. Yes it is. Which happens often in Florida. I uh-huh. get fucking uh-huh. destroyed. we were there. Right, we but it's been worse since you guys. Left. Oh yeah, because Magic it's, Kingdom completely flooded to where those like, dude. It's been yeah. bad. Frontierland. People,
4: people waiting like knee deep in water to get oh, through. Fucking. Is, I couldn't. Fantasy. I've been, land. I got boats. I've been
0: there when it's happened, but I I, yeah. I try to
4: avoid it. Epcot flooded when we were there once too.
0: Yeah.
1: So walking walking through the tea caddy, you then enter uh, the Queen's table.
0: Yeah. Which I mean, this whole section of buildings. It, it takes you through the Tudor period from the Perpendicular Era to the Elizabethan Era, so that's pretty much this whole three-building section. At the Queen's Table, Adam, tell them what they can buy. Who the hell knows?
3: It changes every other month. Um, yes. <laughs> what could they buy last week? Last week they had the uh, wedding. Royal we- yeah, the royal yeah, wedding. Which t- t- I knew nothing about, nor watched, nor cared to watch. <laughs> God, me either. Because, you know, we don't have... Queens and kings
4: and princesses. Yeah, we yes. won the Revolutionary War for a fucking reason, Adam. I was about to say
0: the same thing. We won. We won the war to avoid having to watch. So I don't part. have to
4: have any fucking more royal weddings. Get the fuck out.
2: You think anybody's ever rented the tea caddy and grabbed a bunch of shit and throw it off the, uh, the side of the, <laughs> <laughs> the lake? There, <laughs> just flipped him the bird.
0: Scream America. America! <laughs> it's funny you should say that because I have a little story about that after when we get to Rosemarie. Two of Basie, motherfucker! I, I,
1: really, I really, really hope that Ben Madden and Graham are listening to this and are in stitches and not absolutely just ready to come over here and start the War of 1812 all <laughs> over here. Don't worry.
4: Beat their ass again. Don't worry. I, I, I,
1: again. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, well, at what, else, what, else, what can they normally get there?
3: I don't know because it truly, this is the one that's constantly changing
1: right it's it's essentially china it's it's a china
3: shop a bull i knew you were gonna
1: put mikey in there now it does
3: because this is the one when i was doing research and i looked up this building every picture had different merchandise in it 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 does change some places
0: even have this place listed as being closed yes but according to disney's website mde it's still open it's open. So nobody else. Go, nobody uh, else in there. So I think it's it well cool.
3: it's turning more like kind of like this is the special event area where yes. they just constantly switch out merchandise. I don't think they used to have the China in there, but I don't think it's as prevalent as it used to be.
0: I want to say I read a story that they did a lot of the 35th merch there too when Epcot mm-hmm. had its anniversary last year. So
1: I'm sure they did. I, I'm, I'm sure this is this is a shop that is constantly changing with with decor or with uh, items to to purchase because it is a special shop it is something that changes on a regular basis they had all the royal wedding stuff there that's probably all gone by now if they haven't sold off of it it's now on its way to the cast member uh outlet
4: now this isn't the shop where you buy the the thing that i was talking about earlier adam right the okay
3: no no you're talking about the crown um so as we
1: as we make our way through this shop or through this set of shops i should say uh, we come across lords and ladies
0: lords and ladies that's the last building in product string which is also <laughs> the last in the Tudor style well
1: now the, technically the front of it the back of it is yeah. almost Georgian
0: yeah because it backs up into that little courtyard where the hedge mazes and
1: which is like a recreation of Grosvenor Square in London
0: yeah and the toy soldier, which is the next building. It's so all in that little courtyard area.
1: So Lord and Ladies, Adam, what do they get at Lord and Ladies?
3: Health and beauty products. Soaps. Which Yardley. some of these
1: are amazing. Yardley. Yardley lavender soap is so... It's, it smells so good. It, it smells you know. quintessentially English.
3: Mm. I think it's overpriced for what it is. Oh,
4: well, it's fucking Disney. Of course, it's fucking overpriced. <laughs> it's soap. <laughs> <I didn't find laughs> it, it is. Soap. Well, that's a, What's the soap they
0: sell in the Grand Floridian?
4: Oh, the place that has like the bath bombs and the yeah. Uh, it's the same store that it's they like have in Disney soap. Springs. I can't remember what it's called.
0: Basin. Basin. Yes. yes. It's the same same thing.
2: Overpriced. Soap. Oh my god, that sounds like the most millennial name for a soap Bath and Body Works outfit I've ever heard. Base or, well, a, a it. Base is, is like a sink, so I mean it kind uh, of. Oh, makes I know, sense. I know. Yeah, that's yep. I bet it's. I bet. Never mind. I just yep, yep. Never <laughs> been there, but I can already in my head imagine what the, the the signage looks like. I mean, it's not
4: that, millennial, There's not like PBR flavored soap or anything there, so yeah yet, yet.
0: yet.
2: <laughs> is there a market for that? Because I know a guy.
0: <laughs> well, you know, us us people in the north, we don't call soap as flavored, more like scented. We don't, we don't eat this shit. <laughs> well, us uncultured swine here in the South, Tim,
4: call it flavors. <laughs>
0: I'm True from Alabama, story, so.
4: Since wax <laughs> does not
2: taste anything like it smells.
0: Ew. <laughs> uh, no. Well, we'll leave leave that to my imagination and let's move on. Well,
4: now we know who the person on the show that eats candles is. Well, <laughs> and it's Mikey,
1: but also at, at Lord and Ladies you can get scarves and ties and a tartan pattern that may match the heritage of your Scottish ancestry if you have any. Yeah,
4: so you I can
2: do. look like Jude Law when you walk out.
1: Yes, yes, you could. So after after you get through get through Lords and Ladies, you go through this side of the shop, and then you're in a you're in a recreation of a small part of London called Grosvenor Square. There's also a hedge maze because hedge mazes are a big thing in, in the London in the UK. But at the end of this hedge maze, facing the square is a recreation of the Hyde Park Gazebo. Hyde Park being in London. Uh, it's a London. It's a large park in the London. Uh, one, probably my favorite park in the entire city. Yeah, definitely. Um,
2: Mikey. Hey! Let's talk about some of the entertainment that's performed here. All right. Uh, when you think of the entertainment that happens in the London... Um, as you're walking around Epcot, you you pretty much only think of whatever is going on at this gazebo because it's outside and everybody can uh, uh, enjoy it, appreciate it. I guess it all depends on what your tastes are. Um, But yeah, in that garden of the UK Pavilion, you got this gazebo, and it's been home to a lot of different musical acts over the decades. Um, I'd say probably one of the most famous uh, bands to call it home was the British Invasion which was basically just a Beatles cover band. Uh, they started back in 96 and made their name playing all the hits of the Beatles, you know, throughout their, uh, the Beatles, you know, career as music, the, the decades that they were, you know, relevant. Uh, and these guys would actually even dress apart. part. They had, you know, the ridiculous haircuts. They all looked like Mo from the Three Stooges. Um, <laughs> they... <laughs> Uh, but what they would—they would change their outfits during the course of the day on their shows, and you would see their style evolve, a lot like it did for the actual musicians as 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 things changed, you know, over the decades. So like they would—they would have wardrobe changes, you know, during the show.
4: Were they and, um? Were they also mediocre and overrated like the Real Beatles or? Whoa! <laughs> Holy
0: you're, you're fucking shit!
4: Yeah. Whoa. You're fired. <laughs> I agree
3: with Trenton. <laughs> I don't get the love what for the Beatles.
0: They,
4: they, the Beatles, you know what? The Beatles, they were groundbreaking for what they did, and they brought a lot of good vibe and culture to other music and other bands.
0: But they, they, it's
4: people today that say the Beatles are their favorite band, it's like, for real, they're their, they're your favorite band. So people can't have opinions?
0: Send all hate oh, they
4: can, but if the, but if the Beatles are your favorite band, you're just, your opinion is just wrong.
2: No,
1: that's the thing is, Trent's, Trent's thing is, you can have an opinion, but you're wrong about it. Yeah.
4: Yes. yes, this is very true.
3: And then he'll get angry with you about it. Yeah. He will. email to Trenton
0: at 3 sheets to the uh,
2: No, they weren't um, overrated. <laughs> they were beloved by everybody that saw them, Trenton. Yeah, until um,
4: 1970.
2: That's like... uh, well, no, I'm, we're talking about the British we're in the about invasion. We're talking about the British invasion. Yes. Uh, how long, how which which took play place play? way before the 1970s, I think in the 1700s.
4: <laughs> Fun fact about the Beatles they also broke up at the Polynesian. Yes, they did. Yeah, John Lennon signed Lennon.
1: the official release for the Beatles at the Polynesian.
2: Oh, wait. I thought that was a. That, okay. I'm, I'm, I thought we were talking about Russia. Um, wrong, linen. wrong Lennon. Wrong Lennon. Wrong Lennon. Lennon. Sorry. Not. <laughs> it's all Greek to me. Uh, So yeah, these cats, they uh, performed um, from 1996. Toward the end of their run at Epcot, the British Invasion um, actually started incorporating other British rock bands into their act besides the Beatles. And they kind of started rotating members in and out, musicians in and out. Uh, they held their last, their final performance was in April of 2011, and were, you know, as people are when things change in Disney, people were pissed when they left because everybody came to to know and love them. Um, fun fact about British Invasion: They're still touring and they're still performing, and sometimes they're in two cities at the same fucking time because, as the uh, the head of this group says they're not a band they're a musical production and they rotate musicians based on where they're booked so there you go folks you've been lied to until 2011 <laughs> <laughs> now a month after British Invasion left the gazebo a new band was brought in and they were called English Channel
4: <laughs> they should have brought the sex they should have had a sex pistols cover band is what they should have had okay. O- okay you don't think so Nobody agrees with
0: that. Uh, I think that'd be cool. I think that would be cool. I don't think. I don't have think a it's very because, Disney. Yeah. It's not that Disney now. <laughs>
2: like, no, couldn't
4: have played. Um, I mean, Sid Vicious doesn't have to be like murdering his girlfriend on stage or anything.
2: Well, if it's a cover well, band, then where's then the he fun in that? it's to a cover be. band, then he doesn't have to. But <laughs> you know, you can eliminate. I think that
0: they can just dressed the part.
2: Now, unlike their predecessors, English Channel was just a, a classic garage house band. Uh, and they played covers of all different British rock, e- including some punks. There may have been some Sex Pistols covered by English Channel. Um,
0: uh, I doubt it.
2: But. Well, they it's didn't...
0: Sin- vicious Singing, It's a Small World.
2: There <clears> you <throat> go.
1: <laughs> they would stick to more like The Clash, The Who, Stones. The maybe I The love
2: Cure. Because, you cure. know, it's just like heaven. Yeah. Uh, They didn't have a particular dress style, unlike the British Invasion. These guys just fucking wore whatever they had handy, it looked like. And, uh, you know, they didn't last very long. Uh, They debuted May 3rd, 2011, and they were replaced in early June of the same year. Yeah, they, they did not last long. They weren't that good, though. They were replaced by the British Revolution, which sounds familiar, doesn't it? Well, they also looked familiar because it was the same fucking lineup as English Channel. They just changed the name. <laughs> 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 to make it sound like something they had before without getting sued. But now, if, if you look at what's going on now with uh, British Revolution, because they're still there, um, the more recent photos, they seem like they've fallen in a bit more with the, with having a style, and they kind of dress the part of being British and you know they look—they uh, they look a lot less like a grunge band from Seattle that was formed by a bunch of soccer dads after practice one day. Uh, they, uh, like I said, they perform. Just check uh, local show times down there. They usually start around three and play till eight, but you know your mileage may vary. And then in the middle of all this crap, there was an indie folk band from. Uh, uh, called the, the the Paul McKenna band that played basically uh, Scottish folk music. They had acoustic an acoustic guitar, some Kenny G looking guy on a woodwind, uh, Kenny a dude, G. A, 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 a dude on fiddle, and a chick keeping rhythm with what looks like a skillet. Um, <laughs> they they <laughs> I play the skillet, here, and here comes
0: Scott schooling us on what that actually is. I know. Well,
2: I listened to it, Scott. It sounded really good. I would have enjoyed to uh, to see. Well, I, I had no idea what the hell the lead singer. I'm, I'm assuming that was Paul. Uh, what he was saying because Scottish, and uh, they're gone now. Like damn near everything except the Eng- the, the British Channel um, or the English Revolution. Uh, the Paul McKinnon band is gone.
1: Yes. No. No. The the lead singer was Paul McKinnon, um, and it's. They were an, they're an actual band from Scotland. They're an actual touring band from Scotland. They came over, they toured for a little bit, and they went back over. Uh, they went back home to Scotland. They lasted
2: about a year. Yeah, they were at, only at they M-Cott.
1: were they were there for only. A year. They were really good. I liked them a lot. It, it was fun. It was kind of like it was a little bit like Mumford, but less like poppy and more actual like
2: more actual um, like folk music. Yeah, I mean, she was playing a skillet. <laughs> It was like a washboard skillet, is what I, what it looked like. It looked like fucking pan with a washboard on one side. There's been a couple of other uh, entertainment
1: aspects around World Showcase. Or around uh, the UK. Notably, the World Showcase players.
2: Whoa, Well, yeah. and they, they, They're they not actually at a... Well, they're not anywhere now. Um. No, they're not. <laughs> they, <laughs> no. Don't <exist> <laughs> they don't exist Either. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really, really sad, because they were fun to watch. My whole thing is basically, here's something you can't find anymore. Um, I know. But but we want to talk <laughs> about the history and all of it and incorporate to the most... I, I am not gruntled by the fact that they're gone. Is This, 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 this upsets me. I'm not gruntled. <laughs> because... And the sad thing
0: is, that's the second time this weekend that I've heard that term. <laughs> Hey. Yep. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, they were basically an improv kind of group, and they would perform not only in the UK but in other pavilions. There was ba- they were basically a street show, but in the UK they would set up this kind of uh, Shakespeare in the Park kind of thing set up, and they would they would basically um, bum rush uh, <laughs> guests as they were walking by and try to to, to lure them into their uh, their productions, and at, you know you could be expected to you might have a, a, a part participating in like a, a retelling of King Arthur or something like Romeo and Juliet which they called Romeo and Edna um, yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah they would just kind of pop up was a lot likes the streetmosphere in uh, Hollywood Studios uh, and you know they, they 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 gone now because Iger yeah yeah it was uh, it was Iger's time it's 2014 2014
1: uh, 20- 2014, I think, is when they left. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's that's when uh, they were given the boot, and not the Canadian boot.
1: boot. Now, that that went to off kilter. Who
4: should, uh, should still fucking be
0: there? By the yes, way, yes, I agree. Yes,
1: there's plenty of entertainment around uh, the UK pavilion, so we'll get to those as we as we craft our ultimate uh, UK pavilion. We'll we'll go through some of those and pick our favorites of those. Uh, but as you walk out of the the uh, courtyard area. Uh, there's some wonderful architecture
0: on the opposite side facing the British Revolution bandstand. Yeah, the first building you come to is home of the Toy Soldier. And now we're getting into the Georgian period of architecture.
1: So the Toy Soldier is well, it's a toy shop. Well,
4: no, right not anymore. anymore.
3: It hasn't been a toy shop for a very long time. They actually now sell like Beatles stuff, they have the Rolling Stones stuff, they also have some of the um Doctor Who items you can get there.
1: Keep um, Calm and
3: Carry On posters everywhere. Yeah. That much <coughs> uh, keep, yeah. Pop it's pretty much it's just British pop culture store. They used to have stories. I mean, you can get Paddington Bear there, but the to- it's not a true toy store anymore. It hasn't been for quite a while.
1: So, yes, the Toy Soldier, you can find a lot of the pop culture stuff. But not toys. Uh,
4: re- <laughs> is that, well, is no, that the shop op- they sell the soccer kits at? Nope, no. not yet. Okay. We're, we're almost there. Right, almost there. Right. Maybe they should just change
2: the name of the Toy Soldier to The Ought Topic. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the inside of that building always was creepy to me. I don't know why. It just always seem creepy the toy soldier
3: it's always yeah. so dark it's
0: dark it's got those stairs that go to nowhere <laughs> are
2: you gonna say that's how written
0: is i mean that's that's british arch i mean that's <laughs> stairs yeah. that go nowhere everything's
4: dark mahogany and just
2: so what's upstairs oh we're just one floor
4: <laughs> <You're> stairs <laughs>
2: that's where we keep airy
4: <laughs> it's like Hogwarts if you can make it up the stairs then you get to go upstairs but if not you run into the fucking ceiling the stairs
3: move
2: oh the eschers
1: <laughs> poof so as you make your way through Toy Soldier
0: uh the next shop that you'll enter is the Crown and Crest which is kind of a weird thing cause it's kind of a mix outside of Georgian and Victorian
3: this is also a hodgepodge of stuff inside as well um you can find books, shirts, cups, and Triton has a little story about what else you can get there.
4: So, no, so we went in there, and um, they they do – you can go in and search your last name, and they'll they'll find your – you know, you find it, you tell them your last name, and they, they print out your family crest. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's just Eastern European names. I don't know, but I gave him my last name. The girl looked at me, and she goes, for real? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's. She's like, yeah, that's going to be easy. <laughs> like so, we got our just, printout. You mean
2: like Buzz Lightyear? <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Well, like, apparently it's a it's a common Scottish Irish English last name. So um they you know, print it out and they give us our, you know, it's a coat of arms and it gives you a brief hi- a brief history of, you know, what your last name means, and where it come from and and, and uh and all that. So it's it's actually pretty. It's a, it's a really cool thing. Uh, and I'm sure. And I don't know if they can do it for everybody. I don't know how that works. But I know, with 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 my family, it was pretty easy to get done.
0: My Irish family name is Scott. So it doesn't get any easier than that.
1: No, it doesn't. No, I mean, <laughs> the the UK ancestry that I have is Bell. So yeah.
3: My great grandmother's married name was Collins.
1: That would be, that would be super, super, Phil. Yes, like South,
3: Phil.
2: <laughs>
1: South, South British. That, that is, that is quintessentially Essex and Sussex and London.
2: Well, I'm pretty German, so who wants to
1: fight?
4: <laughs> we, well, speaking of the Revolutionary War, remember how the World War II went? Mm. Uh, <laughs> not so good. I'm half
0: German, so I'm always fighting with myself. And World War One, yeah, we beat your ass twice. <laughs>
2: I, w- I wasn't there for those, so it's cool. So this this shop I
1: think is one of my favorites and it's mainly because the display here, uh the the swords and the armory that they have on display, which they got rid of the damn store. I know they got rid of the store that sells swords,
0: but the HRC.
1: Yeah. Uh it's really kind of sucks.
0: cool. It, it, it it's really
1: cool to see like the three lions on the cross of Saint George. It's it's an awesome display. Now you can't really buy anything anymore, but it's still a nice display.
2: Not even like larping swords. Nope. No, these you are you can swords. buy
4: swords at the Japanese store. Any kind of sword yes, is a larping sword if you're not a pussy. <laughs> 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 Holy fuck!
3: Um,
4: it's just
1: nice a it, it's just a flesh wound.
3: Just a flesh round. Keep
1: it's, moving. It, from top to bottom, this this shop is probably one of my favorites because the outside is the is uh, kind of a an ode to the Abbotsford Manor, which is the home of Sir Walter Scott. Tim, your relative, probably. Probably. Um, it's a it's a Scottish manor, and they they did the outside very well, along with the the display inside and the crest and the the family the family tree history that you can go and look up it's pretty cool it's very cool no
4: and 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 like i said and you can buy what i was talking about um they can either frame it for you or they can not frame it for you just give you the printout the printout's only 40 bucks and that's pretty cheap for that i think for that relatively inexpensive yeah i mean for what you get with that for just that printout and it's very professional looking without being framed for 40 bucks it's for Disney, I would say for Disney prices, is pretty fucking good.
1: So as you as you exit through the uh, the crest and the crown, you come to Scott's come... porn store. Oh my god, this is the greatest store ever. Sportsman whoa, whoa, shop. Hang on, let me sit up.
4: Well, there are more Manchester United kits than Chelsea kits, just so everyone knows, because you know Man U's better than Chelsea, but whatever. Hey, how'd that FA Cup go? Hey, who has most League titles? And who has more Champions League Cups? And who has hey, more trophies? Hey, who, who
2: really cares?
0: <laughs> Not me. Nah. And that's a Victorian-style building on the outside. It's
4: funny how they put all the different architecture styles together, but they all seem to flow pretty well.
1: It does. It, does it really does well. flow
0: because they're very. The changes are very mild, so you can actually look at them and see influences for each era in each building, but you can also differentiate them and tell when each building is supposed to be. With the exception of one building, but we'll get to that later. We'll get to that,
1: <laughs> but and and for a reason. But very, the yeah, the, very s- very the sportsman nice. shop also has a wonderful, wonderful recreation of the entryway to Hampton Court, King, uh, King Henry VIII's. Masterpiece Hampton Court Palace, which is amazing. That, that was probably one of the best
2: uh, royal palaces we
1: we visited and over in there.
0: Epcot, the only thing it holds is a loo.
1: Yes, <laughs> it holds the loo.
2: So it's also a lot like the tower for Rapunzel there in Fantasyland. Yeah, this yes, great awesome spire much. that is, is just nothing but a shittery.
4: <laughs> shittery.
0: An episcery.
1: It's a shitter. Um but o- outside they have wonderful gardens. Um so the tree uh, a couple things about this this architecture there and true to true to form for Disney for, for doing this. Um the hedge maze there's a there's an amazing hedge maze at Hampton Court. They did a little tiny miniature version of it in the in the garden there. But also Henry has these beautiful Italian gardens with these uh these triangular trees and it's well it's like famous it's a it's a famous garden in in Hampton Court, and they recreate these trees in the in the gardens there at uh, right outside the loo.
0: Right outside the bathroom.
1: Yep. Absolutely beautiful. I love I love this little uh, this little ode to uh, to South London, Southwest London.
2: Triangular shaped trees. <laughs> I've been drawing those since I was four years old, man.
0: It's it's, <laughs> it's Minecraft. It's horticulture. It's like, uh, you can bring a horticulture, but you can't make her drink.
1: <laughs> that is the opening line. <laughs>
2: is that where Harry had to go get all them Crux things? Yep. Yes. yes. Is that where Dumbledore was tripping on water? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Yes. <laughs> Just like we do, because our bodies are not used to water, so when we drink it, we're like, what, what is that? It's like peyote. Yeah. Dumbledore was a huge fan of
1: gin. Just saying, uh, might have been drunk all the time. Um, I would have been. I was gonna say the last kind of scenery. The last scenery in um, before we get across the street, and go across the way to the pub, uh, is the phone booths that once oh. h- held phones.
0: They did. They actually had a very date? important part of this p- this pavilion. What's that? The center, the center square is where the the statue is in the middle of the pavilion. It has a name. It literally has a name. It's Britannia Square. Really? And that little statue, they toyed with the idea of putting up a statue of various kings and queens. It almost was a William Shakespeare statue, Lord Byron statue, Lord Nelson, but in the end they decided to just put up a sundial. Did you also know that each one of the streets in this pavilion also has a name?
2: Yes, they do. I did not know that, actually. Is there a bleaker?
0: Nope. Nope, oh, no,
2: no wow. Bleecker Street. That's in New York.
0: Tudor Lane, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Upper and Lower Regency Street, and High Street.
1: It, you can't have a UK Pavilion without a High Street.
0: And on the High Street is the pub. It is the pub. The, the piece de resistance of the UK Pavilion. Uh, how, did, how
1: did Simon Pegg put it? Well, you know, we'll just save the world nip down for a pint in the pub.
4: I wish it was called the Winchester.
1: Oh, that would be awesome. Wouldn't it? You want to go to the Winchester? The big
4: big, heavy doors? Know all the exits? <laughs> I can smoke? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, man. I love, I love that movie. Yeah, I love, love that movie.
1: I love so, that movie. So, Tim, Ooh. you know, so, in, in true form, let's talk about the pub. Because the architecture of the pub is disjointed. Very disjointed.
0: For a reason. They built the Rosen Crown, and it has... Four different pub styles in it. Victorian, Dickensian, Riverfront, and Tudor.
1: And the reason for this is because oftentimes in London, pubs would be placed into a building in existence already. And they would change some exterior and
0: It's a recreation of pubs that are along the line of the Grand Union Canal, which goes which goes from London to Birmingham. Scott's actually right here. I hate to say it, that hurt, that hurt, that 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 hurt me
2: So's tim yeah it, it, tim's right Th-
1: this was a recreation of a, a few different pubs that they really loved yeah. pubs generally were just stuck into places and they would change the the frontage they would change the bottom level because it's too expensive to redo the whole I know, whole thing I, thing I know
4: scott i disagreed with you
1: i know but we're making all good points here all good things now if you can agree with me on the beatles then we'll be friends again mm-hmm
0: being that it's designed if there pubs along the grand union canal there are actual locks on the lagoon side of the building
2: i want to see these next time i go down there do they ever use them
0: for any boat to pass no through? they used to have they used to have gates on either side but the gates have been removed for some reason he means are sm- there there's smoked salmon on the
4: outside of the building is what he means Locks. Mm, <laughs> locks. Mm, that sounds McBagels. good. Bagel. With bagels. bagel.
0: And capers.
1: Scottish smoked salmon is delicious.
0: The lock keeper, the official lock keeper for the Rosen Crown locks is Thomas Dudley. Who, ironically, was not born anywhere near the Grand Union Canal. He's born in Yardley Hastings, which is near Northampton. But he was the. Um, Governor of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. He was also the founder of Cambridge. I, I got a kick out of this little bit of uh, trivia for the pavilion. Outside on the sign is a Latin phrase.
2: We should adopt that. We should. We should. We, should. we really should. It is,
0: it is otium cum dignitate, which means leisure with dignity.
1: That's exactly us. We've already done a bar review of the Rosen Crown Pub. There are two separate places to this. Even though they are right next to each other.
4: And they're literally connected, can, Scott. There's no barrier. Still walking.
1: They are connected and separated by a fucking banister. Literally. Yes,
4: but they are separated. Also, also pro tip with this bar. Don't go in the front door. If you go in the back door, you can get in before they're actually open and you can go take a shot.
1: Previously, we have done a bar review of the Rosen Crown Pub, which is connected to the Rosen Crown Dining Room. Uh, if you want to go back to go back to episode fifty-eight, that's where we did the the Rosen Crown dining, uh, the Rose and Crown pub bar review. You can take a listen to all the things we have over there, and uh, and and listen to our our thoughts on the Rosencrown Crown pub. Uh, there are a couple of little snack carts, uh, quick service places that you can go and get some food and drinks at the uh, at the UK Pavilion. Uh, the first one is is appropriately named the UK Beer Cart. Uh, over there, you can get a couple of beverages. They have a Bass Ale on draft. Uh, harp Lager and Magners Pear Cider. Um, the food they have there are seasoned, house-made crisps. If you don't know what a crisps is, um, chip. well, yes, it's a potato chip because chips are fries. Um, over at the, there is a chip shop, so you can go over to the uh, Yorkshire Fish and Chip Shop uh, over at the uh, at the UK Pavilion. And that is where you can get some amazing beer battered fish and chips served with house made tartar sauce. It's delicious. Um, they're hot. They they come out right as you order them. They are super fucking hot. Don't bite into them right away. Let me just say that. Um, but go over there. You can check those out. Uh, the the fish and chip shop is wonderful. Has anyone has anyone gotten anything from there?
4: I've Eaten there multiple times. It's it's delicious. I mean, it's very authentic. It's very well not a bunch of thick batter, still very crisp, moist fish, great fries or chips, whatever you want to call them, chips. They they provide chips. you know your vinegar, whatever you want. It's the tartar sauce is fantastic. This is one of my favorite quick services and it's and it's passed over by a lot of people because there's not a lot of options. I get it. And if you don't really like fish, but for the price of what you get, you get a lot of you get a lot of high quality meaty fish. I think it's cod. I'm pretty sure. Yes. And, it's um, cod. For what you get, I mean, it's it's I, we enjoyed it thoroughly. The only problem with the location is there's a lot of birds, and I'm not a big bird guy. Uh, I think we've gone over this before. I fucking hate birds, and um, those little weird what are they called the the white the white birds with the curvy bills. You know what I'm talking about? I, they're like a
1: yeah the the ones that basically will eat anything you throw at them.
4: Oh, they'll jump on your fucking table and grab French fries out of your fucking basket. Florida yes. egrets. Yeah, yeah, see? That's why that's
2: you eat with a uh, bar of soap and a sock.
4: And Stephanie's not normally like this, and she's like, we, the last time we were, there and we were eating at this place, she's like, I'm going to kick this fucking bird.
0: And he was he was being a dick. Those things are like New York pigeons. Yeah, they are. But
4: the problem is because people are stupid and they feed them. Well,
0: yeah, same thing with the ducks and the squirrels. They, they have mm-hmm. no fear of humans, and they associate people with food now. So
1: yeah. Uh, so at the fish shop, you can get fish and chips. It's eleven forty nine for two sizable pieces of fish and a basket of chips. It's essentially
4: so two half, half question, it's two half fillets. What's up?
2: I've never been there. Okay, mm-hmm. and okay. my only experience of fish and chips comes from Long John Silver's. Better, way, way better. Do you get like a shitload of the crumbs of the breading in your basket when you get them, or is it no? Just no. A can, t- oh man. No. Good
0: can I, I can I get some hush puppies at Rosenblum? No. No hush. That. I the ain't going.
2: The best thing you get at Long John's is the crumbs that fall off the fish, man. Just no, by nothing. Pure, pure fried batter.
0: Yeah. You'd order
2: uh, that. You, as can, a side. you can get Victoria's sponge cake, which is
1: uh sponge cake filled with jam and buttercream frosting. That's but delicious. not marmalade. No,
2: it's jam. It's not Jaffy. different. No, Jaffa. Whatever. J- Joppy? Jaffa cakes. <laughs> Jaffa. J- J- doesn't he have yes. that lemonade stand outside the Hollywood Tower Hotel?
1: Yep. Uh, you can also get yep. a whole fruit there. They have whole fruit uh, if you if you are inclined to pollute your body with good things.
4: Drink a glass of water and eat a piece of fruit. Your body won't know what the fuck's going on. What is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: they also have fountain beverages. You can get Coke products, uh, bottled water, coffee. Uh, Twinnings has the English breakfast tea there. They make it. Ask them to make it builder style. It's much better. It's really heavy with uh, they they double up the tea bags, and then I also pour a shit ton of sugar in there. It's really good.
4: A shit ton of sugar. There, yeah.
1: there's, there's plenty to drink there. You can also get your Bass uh, Bass Ale draft and Harp Lager oh. on draft there as well. Is um, the
0: Pavilion still sponsored by Bass?
1: I don't think they're sponsored. I don't know if they're sponsored by Bass anymore, but they serve they serve Bass products. Um, I know so it's they like were. I
0: don't know if it still is.
1: It's all its all stuff you can get uh, at your local beer store. I mean, Bass and yeah. Harp are readily available. Maybe
2: at your local beer store, but I'm from Arkansas.
4: I wish they had Carlsberg.
2: We ju- we just got you the can- Youngling beer down here. Uh,
1: Trenton, you can find Carlsberg over at the uh, Norwegian Pavilion.
4: That doesn't even make sense, Scott.
1: Because th- it's a Danish beer? Carlsberg yeah. is a Danish beer.
4: Right, but it's, th- it's not Norwegian. It's,
0: it's Scandinavian. Denmark. Is a did, did, did this, they just, they just
4: lump all those countries into one. That, yep, that's, that's pretty a, that's much. That's a bit. That's a bit stereotypical, isn't it?
1: <laughs> Arendelle. Arendelle. So, as you as you finish up at the chip shop, uh, head over to the pub, the Rose and Crown pub. It's a wonderful pub. Like I said, we talked about it on episode 58. Since then, Trenton has been there. Trenton. Yes. How was it? Uh,
4: is
1: Is it your new home? So... It feels like home. I, it it's
4: is. It's and, and, and it only feels that way because, like I've said multiple times, my family's from that area of the world. Um, we, we, we feel very comfortable in our, our pub here. It's our favorite place to go to. Um, so it, it, it just feels very much like, hey, we're it's like we're almost at home. But not that you want to be at home when you're on vacation, but you get what I'm fucking saying. Um... And actually, we the the newest thing we got when I was there, we just drank beer. But Stephanie ended up ordering a Welsh Dragon while we were there last time, um, and it was fucking incredible. It is so good. And it's strong, but it's so fucking good. You can't even tell. I mean, it's it's uh. So the Welsh Dragon is gonna be peach schnapps, melon liqueur, creme de menthe, uh, orange juice, and pineapple juice. And it it turns out this this bright green, almost neon green color, and it is delicious
2: does it Do taste we? like an ecto cooler
4: it
1: kind
2: of kind of does actually yeah, it, because that's what scott compared reggie's revenge to it, it's it was it's almost like an adult ecto cooler it's,
4: it's pretty similar yeah i mean it's it's very much it's it just c- tastes like juice i mean you don't yeah but it'll fuck you up
1: <laughs> see now my favorite was the one I, f- I thought they discontinued this and that was the english rose and that uh, was uh, beef eater anymore. gin, apricot brandy, sweet vermouth, pineapple juice, orange juice, and cranberry juice in a in a glass, and it was
4: delicious. That's not on the menu anymore, so
1: it's not. I, I know. I think they discontinued it.
4: Um, I did.
1: They also have another special drink. Uh, you know, because we can't we can't do the UK without Ireland, and that's the Leaping Leprechaun.
4: See, that doesn't sound good to me. It well, doesn't. Everybody it's, knows leprechauns. Can't it's eat. just Jameson, Don Q, Cristal rum. Svedka vodka, melon liqueur, and sweet and sour, topped with Sprite. That sounds fucking. Yeah. Why does everything have fucking melon liqueur in it? Because, because it makes green. It, because green. it adds sweetness, so they can yeah. get away with Adam all that can't have it. Liquor. So that's why he's upset. Uh. Yeah, I'll be passing on all these drinks. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, no, you can. Well, no, you can't have the English roast. Sorry, Adam.
3: <laughs> Anything with melon liqueur in it, I have to pass on. You, it makes you my could have if
1: numb. you know what if we invent if we finally figure out our time machine. We can go back in time a couple of years ago and get the English Rose, or
2: he can say I don't want the melon liqueur in it.
1: Yeah, but then and it's not—it's not, not going to be very good.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, or or he can get a pint because they have some yeah. great beers on draft. They have Bass Ale, Stella, Harp, Boddington's English Pub Ale, Strongbow Cider, Guinness Stout, and uh, God damn it. It's going to get a plethora of, of jokes right now. The Woodpecker Sweet English Cider.
3: <laughs> you said pecker. <laughs> <laughs> you said wood. And, and wood.
2: And he said sweet English. <laughs> uh... I hate my life. <laughs> Just go with it, Triton. Just go with it, man. That's all I got Just right now. Just roll with okay. it. Just
0: roll with it. I got, Mikey, I got it, Mikey. <laughs> I got, you know, um,
4: Strongbow is... Is 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 English? Strongbow is Stephanie's favorite apple cider.
1: Yeah, Strongbow is English. Oh.
4: Magnus yeah. is also English, but Strongbow's is better.
1: Yes. I don't like ciders. I don't. I, don't, I never don't, got into it's it. It's too sweet. I, I mean, don't. It's,
2: it's, it's for beer drinkers who just don't want to drink beer. Mm-hmm. And they want to, I'm drinking a cider. Uh, like I said, over on episode 58,
1: we did a full review of all the drinks and all the things you can get there. Uh, they have they have some great Scotch flights. They have some great Scotches there. Johnny Walker Blue, McAllen 18, 25, Lagavulin 16. If you want to go smoky, go smoky. Get a Lagavulin.
2: I just uh, went smoky, Scott, and I bottled it down.
1: Smoky Joe, baby.
2: Smoky Joe is okay. gone, and I can't get it here in Arkansas.
1: That's Calilla 12 in that, buddy.
2: Is it's it It's really good? It is mm-hmm. really good.
1: I'm a fan. That's what gives it the smokiness. Is the Calilla? Really. Well, um, I can get that they, down here, but... yeah, uh, They have Glen Kinchy, Oban. They have some wonderful scotches there. Honestly, I recommend the McAllen Flight or the Single Malt Flight. Uh, single Malt Flight is Glen Kinchy, Oban, and Lagavulin for $15. It's it's three one-ounce pours. For that, you're going to taste a a, a a wide variety of different types of scotches. You'll have Lowland, Highland, and Isla. So
2: grab that one while you're there. I can't imagine Scott recommending a flight.
4: <laughs> Never. Is it wine? What's happening? <coughs> there,
1: is, there is wine at the pub. Uh, none of it comes from England.
4: So were we talking about the McAllen flight? Because that's the best drink deal on property.
1: I was recommending the single malt flight, which is Glen Kinchy, Oban, and Lagavulin, for $15. That's a great price for that. The McAllen flight also is is a wonderful deal. You get 12 15 18 For $24? Uh, for, for $24.99. That's, it's, okay. that's a damn good... That is a damn
4: good, That's a really good price price.
0: Are we still are we still going there in November? Trenton, Adam?
4: Yes. I got the reservation. How's that Walker flight? Is that a good deal? I don't know. Black, green, and gold. I don't I don't know the I don't know anything about Johnny Walker. So, yeah, no, it's a it's actually a
1: good deal. And I'll tell you what my favorite of those three are. So, the Johnny Walker Black is readily available for everybody. It is a it is a fine everyday drinking whiskey. The gold. Is ch- has changed a lot. It used to be an 18 year old, now they've taken the age statement out of it, and it's just a, a blend. The green is smoky. It has four it has only four whiskeys in it, unlike the Johnny Walker black, which has 34. Um, but it's got a nice it's got a nice smokiness to it. It's smooth but smoky. Love that. And that's $12 for the Johnny Walker flight. Also a great deal. Uh that's the pub. Probably one of my favorite restaurants on property. Without question. Is the Rosen Crown pub? Yep. The dining room.
4: The Rosen Crown dining room is is a must do for us every trip. Who's been to the Rosen Crown dining room? Me every time. Has
1: anybody been there?
4: No, nope.
0: You
1: gotta go there. I think it's just it's me. It's so good. I guess
4: Scott, you've been there, but
1: I've been there. I've been there like three or four times.
4: We love it. I mean, we have a reservation
1: for after the shoot up. You're gonna like it. I think you're really gonna
4: like it. It's also, I mean, it. <laughs> We watched illuminations for, I watched illuminations for the first time ever in April from the patio here and it, it's 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 unbeatable. I mean
1: you watched illuminations for the first time in like April. You hate the Beatles. This is like fighting. illuminations
4: lords. is also my new favorite fireworks show.
0: Illuminations has always time. been my favorite fireworks show.
4: And I I like, I love Star Wars, but the Star Wars show has nothing on Illuminations.
1: Nothing has anything on Illuminations.
0: My, my, my two favorite spots to watch Illuminations are now La Hacienda. Mm hmm. And this is going to sound bougie, but the Fireworks Cruise. Gotta, yeah, you gotta fireworks do a Fireworks are Cruise.
2: Awesome. Absolutely. You got to wear one of them shiny foil suits they wear in Hawaii.
0: No, you just got to, if, if the wind is blowing, you got to wear. Goggles. You gotta wear safety goggles.
4: But I mean, if you're sitting on that patio, I mean, Illuminations, they shoot fireworks right from that little, where you were guys were saying there was the lock right there, the fake lock. It's right there. They shoot fucking
0: rockets right out of the wall. If if you're on the fire cruise, you get hit with shrapnel. It doesn't get any more real than that. I feel like that. I feel like this <laughs> isn't safe. Like, I feel like they shouldn't. <laughs> like there's no way that that's okay. They're like, yeah,
4: just send them out there. It's fucking fine. Whatever. I feel but like Trenton, this
2: should be. You know, it's cardboard. It's not like
4: you, it's, you can yeah. take home a piece of a mortar shell. It's like Dude, it's a free people sue Disney. Gear. People sue Disney for like scooters running They're into getting them run and over
0: shit. by a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's stupid. Tre- but Trenton.
1: I also like to live dangerously.
0: (laughs) I like to live
4: dangerously.
0: Do I make you (laughs) ornery? Do I? You
4: make me ornery.
1: (laughs) What doesn't make you ornery? (laughs) Uh,
4: So, most recently, we were there in April, and we actually both, uh, we were there with, uh, me and Stephanie had dinner here with uh, Brant Sidney. We each ordered a scotch egg, which is not a traditional scotch egg. It comes hard-boiled, which I'm not a super big fan of. It should be soft boiled. It should have a a, a, a runny yolk. A
1: slight, slightly runny
4: yolk. <sighs> I was a little disappointed with that, but it was still good. I just, it's not what I want. That
1: mustard sauce, that mustard sauce is amazing. It's got
4: horseradish or something in it. It's well, that's English mustard. It's like spicy brown mustard, but with horseradish. It's, it, yeah, it, see, it's, that's
0: it's, it's European mustard. It's European it's, hot mustard.
1: It's English mustard. That's what that's what gives it that like horseradish flavor.
4: Now we also had the brand had ordered the um, the United Kingdom cheese platter, um, which came with a it was like a a yellow cheddar, a sharp white cheddar, and a blue I think
1: probably a uh, Dubliner, Dubliner, Leicester, and a,
4: a Stilton. Yes, that's what it was. Um, so the problem that we had was is they served it with. The accoutrement for the cheese and they put it all over the top of the cheese instead of letting you choose how much you wanted with it. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um so when they put like the, the cranberry like coulee all over Chutney. I thought it was a coolie, but whatever. Same it's essentially the the yeah. Same, yeah. same idea. A, same thing. And it was it's just like, oh well, I didn't want that all over it i you know i'd like to choose how much i have and that was that was a bit frustrating but i didn't order it so if Brandt was what was the
1: cranberry what was the cranberry chutney on was it Uh, on the the blue i think it was in the blue yeah the still i was gonna say that's probably really good with that now there
4: was pickled onions with the white cheddar i believe with the sharp white cheddar which was great um and the other one i can't remember what was with that um, but that was really good. so the other things that we did in order that sounded a little weird now leek leek and potato soup is is very traditional and it's amazing yeah I mean it's we've all probably had it if you've had anything has to do with any English food at all now, the one thing that I think is weird on this um this menu is the coronation salad, the crisp salad with apple Madras yogurt dressing that doesn't sound good to me
1: uh, so Coronation salad is a traditional British dish but
4: it just sounds gross it's okay it does.
1: Um, but the entrees here are, are amazing. Obviously, over so you can get fish and chips here. It's it's different it's a,
4: though. It's not the quick service. It's different. Yes,
1: it's a whole fucking like
4: fish. Now getting to the entrees. So so doing research for this episode, I I found that my favorite entree from this menu is gone. What was your favorite entree? Uh, it was a New York strip with a green peppercorn whiskey cream sauce and a piece of yeah. and a piece of fried fish. And it's completely gone off the menu. The surf and turf. And I don't know if they were losing money because people were ordering it. And it was... I mean, it was the only entree on the menu that was over $30. And it's completely gone.
1: It was really good. This was a wonderful meal. It was a... It was a perfectly cooked steak with a great piece of fish.
4: You got the Harry Covert and you fish. got the bubble and squeak yep. with it, I believe. I mean, it was yep. unbelievable. I mean, it, it, it was the... And I've argued that it's the best single quick service if you're doing the dining plan. It was the best single quick service to use a dining plan credit on.
1: So they got rid of my favorite entree, too, and that was Sunday roast.
4: I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: You can't go British without Yorkshire pudding and roast beef. I
4: don't know what this menu has become. It's kind of disappointing at this point. I mean, they have the fish and chips, which is good, but it's it's not it's not the quick service, but it's much more refined, I would say. Um, the bangers and mash, which is, you know, your, your <coughs> traditional English sausage with you get potatoes and mushrooms and onion jam and um, a demi-gloss. You know, your your traditional shepherd's pie, which everyone's had. Um, corned beef and cabbage. Um, you get a burger, um, some pan-roasted salmon, and a chicken masala curry.
1: So I, I like this because this takes a ton of... A ton of different areas of British cuisine. And you have everything from chicken tikka masala, which is by far the national dish of Britain. Right. um, To the pan-roasted Scottish salmon, which is an amazing, amazing dish. Andrea's gotten that a couple times because she
4: loves salmon. But why have they trimmed this menu so hard?
1: I, I think it's because... Uh, they want to make sure that they have a. Uh, so this is a rotating menu. They do rotate things in and out. This changes <sighs> I frequently. I don't
4: know, man. I've eaten there like six times in the past two years, and it's. I don't know.
1: I I will say I applaud them for using ground lamb in the shepherd's pie and not tr- turning it into cottage pie.
4: Peasant's with ground pie. beef. It's
0: peasant's pie. So that peasant's pie was vegetable. Uh, no, if it's <sighs> if it's ground beef, it's peasant's pie.
4: So. Uh, Moving on to desserts as well. These uh, speaking of trimming the menu, they've taken my favorite dessert off as well, which was the Banafi pudding or the banoffee oh, the banoffee my God, tart. I love
1: banoffee pie. Completely gone. I love banan If no if you have not had banafi pie, you're you have not lived life
4: yet. And it's completely not on the menu anymore. Now the sticky toffee pudding is very good. That's always good. But the but not, I mean why have they what what why have they taken the most ordered items on the menu off?
1: I don't know. They added a lemon scone, and uh, look, I know scones are quintessentially British as well. That
4: was there when the banoffee was on there in April.
1: So then what did they—was the trifle always—I've always uh, I've, I've no, seen the ev- trifle. Ev- everything
4: that's there was on there in April. They've just removed the banoffee. Uh, that's disappointing, because banoffee pie is amazing. That's what I order every time. It's got that great—that great banana custard. I mean, it's—
1: Yeah, if, y- if you haven't noticed by now, banoffee is a mix of banana and toffee
4: pie. It's delicious. It's fantastic and bana- just removed banana food.
1: custard and banana uh, banana custard toffee sauce drizzled on top of that and oh
4: a
2: banana toffee banoffee. okay banoffee, that yes. makes sense.
4: Now I will say this is not the best place to bring your kids um, unless you have adventurous eating children. Um, no,
1: because they 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 really don't buttered chicken. And I love butter chicken. Not- but- Kids. I love butter chicken. Look, I've had butter chicken at 2 a.m. It's great. But it is the perfect drunk food. I get it at the Cracker Barrel.
4: But unless your kids want butter chicken, uh, cheese and turkey flatbread, turkey meatballs, or the fish and chips, uh, bangers and mash, which is already on the menu, or cheesy pasta, it's not really the place that you want to bring your kids.
1: So now I have a couple of tips for those that have kids that are picky eaters because I have probably the pickiest of picky eaters. And. When we, we, we're we planning on going here, we're trying to go here in November. Like, I have a really picky eater, and he only eats pasta with nothing on it. Plain pasta, just boiled salt and Parmesan cheese. You can get the pasta made, or you can get pasta without the actual sauce or any cheese sauce on it. So, if you do have plain picky eaters, order pasta, noodles, and they'll bring it to you. It's uh, It's a lifesaver.
4: Um, so that that's the, that that was my only gripe, and it's not really a gripe because I don't have kids, so I don't really give a fuck. That um, <laughs> is not a gripe. So, but all the drinks and everything are available while you're eating in the dining room, so that's not an issue. There's a great wine selection. There's great, especially mm-hmm. cocktails. The uh, the Scotch, you know, the flights. the regular pours of Scotch. Uh, they do all your layered your layered drafts. So um, this is this is. I don't want to say my favorite restaurant and property, but it's definitely we eat here every time. It's a must-do for us. They,
1: they also have a beer flight here where you can get your choice of Boddington's, Bass, Stout, and Harp. You get three of those. You can get a beer flight there,
4: too. Yeah. So you can
1: try all of them. And compare.
4: Yeah, but this is not really... I mean, those are... Okay. I don't I don't care so. for Bass or Harp, so... I don't mind Bass. I like Bass. Harp's Boddington's also Stella. a little flat for me. I mean, it's just a
1: that's from manchester
4: i get it i no, i know it's just it's 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 okay it's
0: just
1: if you ha- if you've been to the rosa crown let us know let's let us know your thoughts i love it i i even had it at uh as my
2: corporate holiday party way back on uh episode 45 you had both of the venues as your corporate holiday party, I believe, right? I because did. I they, did. They are two separate entities, but yet you thought they were one. Oh my god!
1: These guys made it seem like I made you walk from one end of Epcot to the other. That was and and it is, and it is literally five feet from one end to the other. So, if you've been to the Crown, let us know your thoughts. Let us know how you think it is. So, as we get through this ultimate, uh, ultimate pavilion, really the only thing we can choose from is the entertainment. Because that's the only thing that really has changed over the course of the years. There's been no attractions. Uh, there's been a few... Me- the meet and greet locations have changed. There was once, as Mikey noted, back on episode... F- 40,
2: 56, I think. It's when I wanted to hang out in a little boys' room and drink whiskey.
1: That's right. The quiet places. Uh, that is that that is no longer there, unfortunately. Um, it's just it's there, but it's locked. It's there. Well, but yeah, the, it's locked, the yeah.
0: fast pass turnstiles are still there.
1: Yes. Um. So, what is the ultimate place to grab a drink and sit down and and just have a drink?
3: I've never done it. Not in
4: your <laughs> I like it.
1: What would you... Trent, what would you... If you're going to... Knowing what we know now about the pavilion, if you're going to s- grab a drink from the pub, which you can always get to go, uh, they'll put it in a glass and you can take it out of the pub if you don't want to just go over to the cart and get only the two beers that are there. Right. You can go into the pub and get a beer to go. Mm-hmm. Where would you take your beer to go sit?
4: I go and sit by the lake... There's tables and benches, right, right outside the uh, Rosen Crown. There's you can either sit outside. There's an outside seating area that's not on, like not necessarily part of the restaurant, but to the left where it's kind of a free for all in seating. Um, Mm -hmm. You can sit there, but it's very hard to get a seat there. Or you know, there's stand up tables over there. I don't mind standing up over there or or finding a bench right there on the lake and just looking out across the water, especially if it's a nice day. You know, it's, it's. it's relaxing. I think it's relaxing. It's one of the things that we like doing when we go to Epcot is finding a drink in each pavilion and going and sitting down and yeah, and just kind of looking at the water and, and kind of giving ourselves a moment to to decompress.
2: Mikey,
1: what about you? Where are you, where are you grabbing and taking your drink to?
2: I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, grab my drink and have it in the, the pub there and take advantage of the live entertainment they've got inside the pub. With, Which uh, is? the Well, it's it's the gal that plays the piano there. The hat lady. Uh, not well, anymore. Formally, she was the hat lady. Formerly the hat lady. Formerly the hat lady. Now she's just Carol. And uh, she'll sing some pub tunes for you or, you know, various other British medleys and most anything you might ask for. Um, I did uh, a whole lot of research on this bit because I, I was really fascinated by the entertainment inside the pub, so... Uh, before her, they had the button lady or, uh, you know, uh, a gal known as the vivacious Pam Brody who played until she was literally unable to play because she was so old. Physically, she was too frail to perform anymore. And... Uh, it's pretty fucking old. I, trivia. Uh, thank you. Um, her husband is a guy by the name of uh, Dan Dillon, I believe. Um... Uh, his last name is Dylan. I could be getting the first name wrong, but he uh, was a performer at MGM Studios. Uh, he played uh, Sid Cahuenga. Sid Cahuenga, who who has the uh, the the novelty the, store, the memorabilia the cur- store, the curio he, shop. Yes, yes. He he perf- he. he played that iconic character and when I was doing research I read a whole thing about uh, the two of them and mostly about him and that, that was a rabbit hole I'm not going to get into right now. But if you get a chance, Google it, look it up, read that story, it is fantastic and amazing about if, if Sid is a real person or if it was just a Disney myth or a Disney legend. Uh, But yeah, Pam performed there, and then when she got to where she couldn't, they brought in uh, the Hat Lady, and then the Hat Lady was then replaced by Carol, who was the same person, which is a lot like what they did with the English Channel when they got replaced by the uh, British uh, Revolution. So Disney pretty much has a thing for cutting shtick. Uh, Carol was the Hat Lady who... Her her shtick was she traveled the world, and wherever she went, she could look at a different hat, and she would put on a different hat and tell you the story about how she got it and sing some songs about how she got it. It was very entertaining, and they went full Whispering Canyon on her and said, No, you just sing.
1: Yeah, she was super interactive with the crowd. Uh, It was almost like being in a pub in the UK where it's late at night, and there's essentially karaoke going on.
2: It was a lot of fun, so that that's where I'd hang out. I'd I'd want to enjoy that, and and not have to walk anywhere, like I'm on a corporate event or some. Sh- Look,
1: that that is a wonderful place. I can't tell you how many times I've bellied up to the bar and just sat, or sat around. There standing around the tables. There are some seating. There is some seating inside, uh, inside the pub. It's very very limited. So if you do get there early and don't leave, you can't can't drink all day if you didn't start in the morning
4: oh my god the waiting to get into this place when it first opens is (laughs) it's a it's a long line during slow times i mean
2: unless you go in the back door
4: unless you (laughs) sneak in the back door um adam
0: always go in the back door
4: adam knowing
1: now knowing what you know now about the uk pavilion where would you grab a drink and head off to
3: I honestly I'd probably just check out the pub because I've been wanting to check it out so when that we're planning on doing in November when we eat there so I'm just gonna check out the pub hopefully is there are there like windows that overlook the water
1: no no the the windows uh, overlook the street so you can sit there's tables okay. there's tables right next to the windows that's a great place sit down if you can grab a table and just people watch through the windows like you're at an actual pub
3: see that would right I can see myself doing that that would be kind of fun
4: it's great but I can tell you when you first get there in the morning, when it first opens, the tables aren't set out yet
3: for
1: more standing
4: yeah. for more standing room for people to, to yeah. They they bring them out like mid afternoon. Yeah, people that are rushing in, they don't have them out there immediately because I'm telling you, once this place opens, it gets fucking packed as soon as it. I mean, it's like it's almost like I can compare compare it to Spaceship Earth when you first when Epcot first opens, and it gets fucking crammed immediately, and then as the day goes on, people kind of filter out, and it's just. A less waiting time it's almost the same yeah
0: um tim what about you i'm gonna cross the english channel and head over to france where there's better alcohol and better food
2: <laughs> he's not even taking a drink from the uk pavilion. he's just
0: fucking going he's
2: making his brexit well, going to france he's,
3: i'm
0: making he's... my brexit i'm going to france i'm crossing the english channel
3: well, at least France doesn't have all the damn drinks with Midori in it.
4: It does. There's well, there's a lot of melon liqueur here.
0: It's got my Grand Marnier slushy. It does. Um, I'm sorry. Y- uh, you're not you're not grabbing a drink at. Uh, well, I know you don't like hops. Listen, I will because we're we're trying in November and doing the research for the show today. I, I gained a whole new appreciation for this pavilion, but I don't know. I I, I still want to cross the river and go in there. For,
1: for as much as I'm an Anglophile, Tim's a Francophile.
0: I am. Well, my grandma would have beat my ass if I wasn't. Even during food and wine or
4: flower and garden, the snacks and drinks in this place are fantastic every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't remember if I ever got anything from...
0: Oh, my God. This was... Yeah, Yo, you did. The fisherman's pie.
3: That was from Ireland. Well, that's in it's this from, pavilion. It's the same it's pavilion. pavilion. Yeah, but it was further away from... It's, it's, it's still like in actual... the
4: yeah, so it's the, halfway. Are, it's halfway
1: between UK and Canada. I
4: mean, this is where Stephanie got the yeah. um the biscuit with the smoked salmon. Smoked tartar. salmon and, um, oh, they oh god, the, that's so good. During uh, food and wine, they have the. It
3: sounds like something I would eat during freaking like one of my Jewish things. It's like on a Sunday. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. It's like a cheddar. It so it's like good. a they cheddar the, biscuit. <laughs>
4: the um the cheese dip with the bread. Oh.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, it's oh fondue. It's I don't know if it's called fondue. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not called fondue, but that's what yeah, it is. I, I think <laughs> it fondue, but I mean this this pavilion has it, it's a hidden gem. And I think a lot of people pass it by. I mean, just like I mean, you can ask Mikey. Until we have started doing this episode tonight, he he literally said he passes by this pavilion every time he's done it.
2: I walk right absolutely through it because is I mean maybe I'm thinking of it wrong, but I think it's it's was it one of the few pavilions that half of it's on one side of the road and half of it's mm-hmm. on the other kind of yes yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because the Rose and Crown is on the, uh, the lake side, and the, the rest side, of it's yeah. on the other side. And it just, I, 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 I don't know why I've never stopped. I, I think I've never stopped because it doesn't seem exotic enough to me to, to warrant me stopping because I'm familiar with, you know, I've seen A night's Tale. I don't know what goes on over in the the London. So for me, the place I would go is obviously you got to go to the pub,
1: grab a pint, and I'm taking it over to to London. I'm taking it over to Grosvenor Square in London, and that's the the courtyard there. Sit down there on a nice sunny afternoon, and sit on the curb, listen to the British Revolution, enjoy your beer. They that band they they play some of the best music of all time.
2: Zeppelin. Yeah, I, yeah, they Animals.
1: Play Zeppelin. Animals. Zeppelin. The Clash. The Who.
0: The, do they play Sabbath? No. No,
2: they don't play Sabbath. What about like Gray Sabbath, which is the toned down version?
1: No, unfortunately, they don't. Mediocre. Uh, Sabbath. They play.
4: Off-white they play Sabbath. some amazing, Off-white amazing. Sabbath. Khaki
2: Sabbath, Aircrew Sabbath. <laughs> they, play they play Khaki Sabbath, which is a bunch of guys of Pearl from of work <laughs> that get
1: together. They play some amazing music, and and go check them out. It's like it's like going to Hyde Park and listening to a concert. It's amazing. Um, but I want to take—I want to take a second because some of the best cast members that I've ever met at Disney are from the UK, and this pavilion is stocked with British cast members who are wonderfully helpful. I want to make mention of one that I've met a couple of times, and that's Carl the bartender.
4: Is he from the, the, one, the one from Wales?
1: No, the one from Leicester.
4: Oh. The guy, the guy, the one that I like is the bartender from Wales, and he's fucking incredible. I think his name's Craig.
1: Possibly. I, there's there's plenty of people from the UK over there. In fact, the entire pavilion is is staffed by UK cast members. Uh, but Carl's been there forever, and he does this awesome trick where he balances a, a glass of Guinness on a dime. And if you see him there, if you see Carl there, he's got he's got uh, service excellence pins, which like only two percent of cast members have. He's
4: blue. He's got a blue name tag.
1: No, no, it's not blue name tag, but he's got the, the gold pins. Um,
2: he's got flair. He,
1: yeah, he's got flair. He makes... I, I think th- he's trained all of the people to make the Shamrock and the Guinness, um, which is nothing special, but, you know,
4: um, it's fun. I did want to mention also this Crown pub. It was the only place um, that we went to dinner all week on Brandon City's honeymoon that they recognized that it was their honeymoon. They took uh, a menu... And they all signed it. Everyone in the restaurants, all the servers signed it, and and wrote a little note on their form. They took an, an old menu and gave it to them. So I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. It was. That's It was nice. pretty. And, and our server was very 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 helpful. You know, she she very much knew that we were there to watch illuminations. So she's like, all right, you know, I'll stretch it out so you guys can watch illuminations. And um, she, she I mean, she knew what was going on, and I'm sure that happens every night. But she was she was very accommodating to what we wanted. And um, <clears throat> I think we, I mean, we, we definitely tipped her to, uh, <laughs> to to reciprocate. But she knew what was happening. And she, and she and like I said, it was the only time all week that I i feel like they got recognized for their honeymoon was at Rose and Crown.
1: There, Look, there's some amazing cast members. If you do meet Carl, ask him to show you pictures of his crocodile wrestling. He's got them with him. Go check out the pub. It's a wonderful place. Grab a pint and just walk around the UK and, and check out all the sites because it's
2: a beautifully decorated pavilion.
4: It also has really nice shitters.
2: Never been in one of those. Well, they call them Thrones for a reason.
4: Yeah. No, no, the bathroom, <laughs> the bathrooms in the UK are nice. They're sec-
2: I've been in the
1: bathrooms, just never sat in. sat down. Well,
4: you're, Scott's too scared to shit in Disney World. But um, No, I,
1: I just do it in my hotel. It's all impacted. It,
4: it. It's fucking horrible. So uh, I would say... The UK pavilion is only second to the American Pavilion because those bathrooms just got redone.
1: Oh, you mean bathroom wise? Yeah.
4: I know. Yeah, you yeah, want to do yeah. a
1: top top ten bathrooms around the world. Yeah,
4: shitters, yeah, totally.
1: Wonderful, wonderful pavilion. Go check it out. Make sure you uh, make sure you grab a drink. And then share your pictures from inside the pavilion. If you've got if you've got yourself a picture of yourself inside the pavilion, share it on the Facebook group, Facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. But in order to become a member, Mikey.
2: Yes, you gotta sacrifice your firstborn.
1: Uh, nope. Too oh, Jewish. Shit. That's ah, oh shit. That's a that's a Robin Hood Men in Tights joke.
2: Yeah, you gotta you gotta answer you gotta answer three questions, three bonehead questions that anybody can answer as long as they're not a robot. Answer those questions, we'll approve you to come and partake with us. At Three Sheets Nation, Three Sheets the Mouse, the, the podcast you're listening to, has a Facebook page. You should be a a, a, a card-carrying member. There's not a real card. You can print one off. It just says, I am member, and put it in your wallet. It qualifies for discounts nowhere, but you will be like someone who wears a jacket that says members only. What are you a member of? I don't know, but I get my jacket says members only. Well, you are member of in your card pocket wallet. So, yeah, come on over facebook.com slash group slash three sheets answer the questions if you invite one of your friends and uh you know they don't know what the hell they're going to tell them hey answer these three questions so you can like my comments because no one else is that is how you become Sheeter of the Week
4: yeah I did so speaking of that I did want to give a big shout out to Shan Nichols and Josh Wozni they're always recruiting people hard, hardcore in other Disney groups and I want you to- do you mean
1: Josh Josh Wozni my hair buddy
4: sure I just want to give them a shout out because I told them I was going to give them a shout out they, they're always recruiting and we, we appreciate they all are. the hard work you're doing in the
1: Shan, Josh, and Stephen Goatee have literally uh, upped membership by like
4: 40% I think it was the last time I looked it was like 300 something percent yeah <laughs> like our, our- our, uh, our statistics. Yes. So.
1: Uh, so go over there, facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. That's where you'll find the Facebook group. Join there. If you're on the Facebook group, make sure you download. Download and subscribe, right, Mikey?
2: Yeah, download, subscribe, turn on automatic downloads. That way when a new episode gets released, boom, there it is right there in your feed. You can listen to it on the way to work. If you can listen to it on the way to your chiropractor. Uh, you can listen to it on the way to your therapist. I would recommend listening to it on the way back from your therapist, though, because it'll put you in a better mood. <laughs> this
1: is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, but also, if you're if you go on podcast, leave us a rate and review. We've had uh, we've had an amazing, amazing review just this last week. Uh, SC 716 says this has quickly become his must listen to podcast, Disney or otherwise. Honestly, man, your review was outstanding it it just wowed all of us it was phenomenal yes it was phenomenal (laughs) it was a phenomenal review if you're down with triple d's disney drunkery and debauchery you must tap subscribe as as uh, sc0716 says
2: yeah um mikey what's going on at magical meltdown I got several uh, shirts getting ready to come out here in the next week or so. Um, again, I've teased it last week. Pay attention in the group. You're probably going to see my male model sharing some photos from the park. Uh, yeah, I got uh, I got some new items hitting uh, the storefront for drinkware. And uh, I even got some stuff, you know, in the loop. And uh, none of it pertains to Trenton. So it's a good week. So.
4: So we're also starting a movement for all you listeners, so we have to to get to Mikey, we all want a get fuzzy shirt, right? So if you want a get fuzzy shirt, you need to make a post on the Facebook page and tag Mikey and let him know how much you want a shirt <laughs> that has a get fuzzy theme.
2: Speaking of get fuzzy. Oh, I Trenton, got, I'll give him a shirt with something fuzzy on it if that's all you're Trenton, looking for, man. <laughs> it ain't gonna be a peach.
1: <laughs> uh, Trenton, you shared some pictures of your first meetup with with Tim and Adam, way, way, way back in the day. Oh,
0: Jesus.
4: Oh, yes, Jesus. It was October.
1: You look
2: so much younger without your, your homeless beard.
1: Mm, that's <laughs> <laughs> and that beard
2: was professionally quaffed by the art of shaving at Disney Springs here not just a month ago. That's all grown out into uh, back to homeless Bob
1: looking for a crack.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Well... You know, I I had to, after Tim said that it looked homeless, I had to show everyone in the nation again what Tim looks like as a Colombian drug lord Polynesian (laughs) baby. Listen, I wasn't embarrassed by my photo. You had had the fucking bed skirt around your neck.
0: (laughs) I also had probably $500 worth of alcohol.
2: And the you look know what? On... After $500 to alcohol, no, you look pretty. Hey, the, no be- the what beer you're in your glass wearing.
4: was free, baby. And it was also 10.6%. W- <laughs> I,
1: I will say, the look on Tim's face on that photo says, Yeah, I'm fucking owning this. I made
0: he it was day. Done.
4: Young.
1: He was so done.
0: I was so
1: done. <laughs> That's an amazing photo. Uh, speaking of photos, like I said, go check those out. Facebook.com slash group slash three sheets rate review subscribe have i gotten everything oh twitter twitter and instagram at three sheets podcast go over there check us out hashtag us yeah so go over there follow us on instagram and twitter at three sheets podcast if you're in the parks tag us on your instagram don't forget to use the hashtag three sheets nation that's the number three uh three sheets nation disney for the number four adults
4: also when you're drinking hashtag get fuzzy
1: yes hashtag get fuzzy it's that's already fetch. That's that's made into a review. So that's, that's fetch. The thing.
2: Stop making fetch a thing. I I'm going to make fetch happen, okay? All yeah. right, Mikey. Fetch happens, okay. You're yeah. so fetch, Scott.
4: I am fetch. I almost just I made a bad f- joke, but
1: but like I said, if you really want to interact with us, head over to the Facebook group facebook.com/group/3sheets. slash That's where it's at. Answer the questions. That's where you can become part of 3 Sheets Nation. So, Tim Let's talk about your closing remarks tonight.
0: My closing remarks, one of the things we that just I, I, I'm remiss because I forgot about this too, but something that does not get utilized as much as it should is the three sheets hotline. Call this number, let us if you're drunk, call it, give us a good time. Make us laugh. Yeah. For once. For once. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> bunch of dicks. Make us happy. <laughs> <laughs> you selfish fuckers. <laughs>
2: Tired of being your fucking monkey.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we don't work for free. Come on, you got to give us a little something back. So that number is 407-906-4698. If it's a Saturday night or Tuesday
4: morning, whatever, (laughs) man. Can they text that number?
2: You can text it right from you your mobile it? phone. You can send us text messages. You can say you can send us pictures of you and your friends at the bar, what you're drinking, anything like that. I mean it's, 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 it's it comes right to the host. If
4: it you might end up on a show. You, you could call us from a doctor who phone booth.
1: If you if you text us UK based. If you text us, we'll screenshot it and we'll share it on the group. If you If it's appropriate, sh-
0: if it's appropriate. Well, yes, if, if, if it's appropriate. It does have to be screened.
1: If you leave us a voicemail, we might play it on the air. So don't be afraid. Text us. Shout us out. Voicemail us. What's that number again? 407-906-4698. All right. So that's that's the three sheets hotline. If you're if you're wanting to uh, if you're really wanting to be a part of the show, send us a message, send us a text, send us a drunken email, send us a drunken photo, a drunken voice style. Hey, drink and
2: dial, man. If, if you're at a if you're at a bar and you don't want to give out your real number to some douchebag who's hitting on you, give that shit out.
4: <laughs>
0: what's the What's the email address?
2: Uh, that's uh, three. The number three. Three sheets of the
0: mouse at gmail.com You know, our, our poor operator George down in Orlando is bored because nobody calls him. So yeah, pull that number. Yeah, put George to work, man. Mikey,
1: give me some closing remarks tonight.
2: Uh, you know what? I've never stopped for one minute in the UK pavilion. I've always walked right through it to get wherever I'm going. I think mostly because whenever I start through World Showcase, I start in Mexico as one does. And by the time you get to the UK, you're either uh, drunk or heading you know, somewhere. to. We normally eat like at Garden Grill, so we're heading to Garden Grill to eat. So the UK just is as a blur as we're trying to make our ADR. Uh, this episode, doing some research and seeing everything I've missed. I don't know that it makes me want to stop there because nothing I want to see is there anymore. But I will definitely slow down, take a greater appreciation for the architecture. Uh, check out the hedge maze, definitely look at the lock system. And I'll probably pop into the pub just so I can see what Not the Hat Lady is up to. Also, I'm really proud of us for getting through an entire episode about the UK Pavilion and nobody singing Wonderwall.
4: Uh, I did think about Champagne Supernova the whole time, so...
2: Was it in the sky?
1: Awesome. Well, look, I mean, I'd, I'd tell Trenton to don't look back in
4: anger, but that's not possible. I heard you say that! You know, Scott, <laughs> if you didn't have the high ground... And I hate you.
1: <laughs> Adam, I know we've got a lot of things right. going on.
3: All right, so Saturday, 930, Hershey Park, for those who are coming, um, I'll try to post something in the group just to figure out, get a definite headcount and exactly spot where we're meeting. We have the Wine and Dine meetup starting November 1st. Again, some people might be canceling, so just if there's something that you wanted to go to that was a hard reservation, please let us know. Also, I did tease something. In the group about a special meetup that might be happening. Um, Can't talk too much about it yet because we haven't ironed out all the details. But I will tell you it will be happening Tuesday. It'll be happening around 4.30pm. It's Tuesday, November 6th. It'll be happening around 4.30pm. And it's in one of the Magic Kingdom resorts. If
1: you're on the Facebook group, you're gonna want to listen to all the episodes, including the quickies. We'll drop a quickie on this in the near future, where you can be a part of this uh, this little gathering. It's a very, very exclusive gathering for a reason. Totally not a cult. <laughs> totally not a cult. No, we will. We may or may not sacrifice virgins, but totally not a cult. Um, but stay tuned. There'll be a quickie as we as we get closer to, uh, well really is, in the next couple weeks. We'll, we'll
2: have a quickie on
4: Don't worry, we're not killing Scott. He just looks like a virgin; he's not actually one. actually.
2: Like, if this was Monster Squad, we'd be asking him to start reciting the manuscript at the end.
0: <laughs> Wolfman have nards?
2: Oh, my God, someone has seen the movie, thank Christ.
0: <laughs>
2: That's the greatest quote.
0: I've seen it way too many times.
1: As, as we've gone through all of our, our sheet-ups coming up, give me some closing remarks tonight.
3: I guess we'll be seeing you on the parks real soon. So, um, if you see us, just stop by, say hi. Yeah, we don't bite hard unless provoked, or, or, or like paid, or asked, <laughs> or asked nicely. I don't
1: bite, baby, hard. And there
3: might be, and, and there might be like some sort of monetary compensation involved. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's how you get real fuzzy.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, Trent, this is our place, man. Give me some closing remarks tonight.
4: This pavilion's one of my favorites. It's one that gets passed over pretty often um clearly mikey by yeah. three
1: by three of the other hosts. yeah i mean
4: it's um, it's like kansas
1: it's
4: a flyover state <laughs>
1: this this whole episode has really hurt me like deep in my chest
4: his little bird chest is very very hurt
1: <laughs> i don't have a bird chest <laughs>
4: It's a squirrel. <laughs> You're right. Chickens have bigger titties than you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, shit. My my man my man pecs are appropriately he sized. He pecs. He
4: thinks he has pecs.
1: <laughs> I do have pecs. Look at this. Oh, my God. There's not enough McAllen for
4: this episode tonight. Oh, God. So, anyway... Um UK Pavilion it's it's one that gets passed over pretty often. It's one that's close to my heart. Like I've I've mentioned multiple times in the episode or in, um on certain episodes that my family's from England, Scotland. I'm only second generation American on that side of my family. It's it's one that it's all that stuff really hits home with me. Um so I, I really like the pavilion. It's one of my favorite restaurants. The shops are great. I like soccer a lot. English Premier League soccer. Um
2: yeah, It's hockey for people without ice.
4: It's essentially the same. It's essentially the same rules.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is. He's got a point. He's got a it's point. Hockey it's for people that can't take a punch because
0: they will lay on it's the ground and also hockey for, a for wall. people that
4: can't ice skate because ice skating is harder than you think.
0: <laughs> it's pussy rugby.
4: Yeah, for my boy Rick Reagan, he knows how hard it is to skate. Shout out to Rick Reagan. He's a great. He's a great shooter as well. I talk to him a lot. Um, big hockey fan. Um, so I, I did want to say, hey, you guys want other people to join the nation. Share it. Add people. Make sure you tell them to, to answer the questions. Give us a review. That's the one thing. You give us a review on iTunes. We're gonna read it on the, the episode. We're gonna make you feel good about it. Um, you know.
1: What if they give? You, what if they give us a one star review? Um,
4: then. Then we'll tear them to the shreds. Then I will. Then I will grab you by the collar of your shirt and beat the fucking shit out of you.
1: Not like Sidney Crosby. He doesn't fight.
2: No, we're talking Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back at the end of the movie when they go around and start beating people's. Ass.
4: Yeah, I like that. No, I'm gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna. I'm gonna pull the back of your shirt over the front of your face, and then uppercut you until you pass out. I like it. I like so it. So don't give us a one-star review, you fuckers. No, Trent's or right. Or we sh- will
2: take it as constructive criticism. Or that. Yeah, yeah, whatever Mike, you said to Yes. Later. Same
4: thing. Same thing.
1: Yes. Uh, no. If Trent's right, though, if you're if you're listening to the show, and you're on your iTunes device, everybody's get, like ninety percent of the world has an iPhone. Okay. You listen to the show? I'm Android. Like I said, 90% of the world has I- iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> there's 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 a share button. Share the show. Share it to your Facebook, share it to your Twitter, share it to your Instagram, share it to your MySpace. Share LinkedIn. W- Share the show. Let people know it's an awesome show. I think it's awesome. So share share the show. That's the best way for, for other people like yourself to find the show. Trenton, like I said, take us away tonight.
4: Take us away. So yeah, um, take us away. You know, uh, I don't know Scott's finishing spiel, but um, you know, we we like to be a part of your your Disney life. You know, we, we we love that you guys listen to us. It makes us feel great. It makes us feel wonderful that we know that you are here listening to us, and that's why we keep doing what we're doing. So keep listening, keep going on. Keep three sheets a part of your life. You know, make it make it a part of your time every day. Check the page, look at posts, like people's posts, comment on people's posts. Make us feel like you like us, because that's what we need. It's an ego boost. That's all it is.
1: Trenton Trenton is a millennial. He's very needy.
2: (laughs) Make me feel like you
1: like me. (laughs) 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 So, from all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time, this time, and until next time, so long for just a while.
2: I love how Scott, Scott says he's got pecs. Meanwhile, Sally Struthers is sending him 35 cents a day.
1: (laughs) I'm not that skinny. I weigh 163 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ.